Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Two, set, pop! So, Aline reached out to us on Twitter this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said something that I think I was prepared for. Um, but I just, we had to talk about it because it's, uh, it's something that should be pointed out. So she reached out to us to kind of say, Hey, you guys, you didn't really talk about the other side of Jin's this night song. Like when I was Mm -hmm. talking about it, I quickly kind of was like, Oh, it's kind of silly for it to be about his pets. And this seems like it's about like a romantic love. And she was Mm -hmm. like, she pointed out, you know, Jin really cares about his pets. It's not immature Mm -hmm. for a 26 year old or anyone of any age to love their pet, which that's not what I was trying to say. So I'm sorry that Mm -hmm. it kind of came across that way. Like I love my dog and my cat so much, you know, Mm -hmm. I totally get it. But she talked about how, Jin lost some of his pets in 2017, 2018, even this year. And it's been a lot that he's been through emotionally. So it would make sense for him to write about it. So she just wanted to point out to us that this, I mean, Mm -hmm. that explanation of the song is totally valid. And yes, she also said at the end, it's up to everybody's interpretation. But I think we, I I glossed over it too much. Yeah, Jin really did say, like, this was written about my pets. And, like, he has lost a lot of his pets over the past couple of years. And he obviously is really, really close to him. So we totally get that. I feel bad for not arguing the other side. I kind of was just listening to you and I didn't really uh, think about, oh, yeah, well, they really could. The song could be about his pets. Right. Yeah. Or it could be about. We're so sorry. All of it. Or, you know, like, Yeah. yeah. And it. Yeah, but um, we should have argued both ways, which we usually do, but we didn't in that case. Right. So, so I, uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to say again to Aline that we appreciate that she kind of called us out on it, and to because yeah. we do try to be really and fair. The feedback. Yeah, we really like the feedback. Yeah, we love the feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do appreciate it, and we just wanted to talk about it before we get into it this week. But we do want to say welcome back, guys. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany, and this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yeah, welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast, so that means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, Namjoon and Shorts is going to be the end of me. 
yes, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Or Jungkook's bedroom eyes and Mike's and rubs during Pied Piper really is going to make me combust. (laughs) Uh, If you're down for that, then you're in the right place because today... Those are the things that we are talking about. Today, we are talking about Mm -hmm. the performances um, from BTS Fifth Muster Magic Shop Day 2 in Seoul, which was streamed on the VLive app. But before we get into it, we have to thank you wonderful, amazing armies for being here and for supporting us. If you are a fan of this show and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about us, by writing a review on whatever platform you listen on. Like you guys, we are almost to 300 reviews on iTunes, like literally like you know, less than 10 away. And when we get to 300, you guys we get have a, a bonus, bonus episode. episode. Yes. Yeah. Which we haven't put out a poll for, so we have to do that soon. Right, we need to. We need to put up a poll yeah. because you guys get to pick the topic. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to be part of choosing or suggesting a topic for the bonus episode, then make sure to follow our social media, our Instagram, and our Twitter because polls will go out on each of those. Mm-hmm. And then if you guys want to go above and beyond and show us a lot more support, you could do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standing BTS. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standing BTS podcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and continue putting out weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated, guys. We're just glad you all are here. Yes, we appreciate you guys so much. We love you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into how this episode is going to be laid out because Kayla and I put a lot of thought into this. Like, how are we going to do this? Like, mm-hmm. it's muster. There's four concerts, etc. So... Really, how we're going to do it is basically like a concert review episode. Uh, We're going to go through the entire set list. And truthfully, there are songs that we have more things to say about than other songs. Um, But we do talk a little bit about each song. Uh, So we primarily reference to the Soul June 23rd live stream performance. However, we will make references to some other performances from like the Nights in Busan. Mm -hmm. We're also not going to talk about the skits or the mints or even the VCRs, even though they were really cute and like super interesting, but we're just not going to touch on it today. It would just be way too much to talk about in one episode and we really need to fangirl because we, yeah. before even this V live stream was like made available, like there was fan cams and stuff going up from Busan from the previous mm-hmm. weekend and it was all we could think about was these performances and we just wanted to sit down, watch them all and talk to you guys yeah. about them. Yeah. And we bought the live stream. Yeah. Like, we we did that. We went that extra step <laughs> and bought that because for this episode specifically. Yeah. Um, but just to give you a general idea of when the shows took place. So muster, their fifth muster was it took place June 16th and 17th in Busan at Assad Auxiliary Stadium and then June 22nd and 23rd in Seoul at the Olympic Gymnastics Arena. 
And just to give you a little clarity on what the stage looked like, because it was different from other concerts that they have, the stage was in the middle of the arena and there was this 360 degree view of them. So everyone was just like sitting around the stage. And for the live stream specifically, they had four additional cameras, like North cam, South cam, East, West cam, main cam. Like it was really cool. Um, but this was just a kind of a different stage setup than the norm. Like usually they're just up at the front mm-hmm. and then maybe they have like a second stage. Right. But very cool for them to be like based from the center for this yeah. performance. Mm-hmm. So like you said, we're going to go through this just in order of the set list um, as we kind of know it and remember it. So two, three is what they ended up, what they came into uh, the concert Mm -hmm. with. Like, their intro song, they didn't really perform it, but, like, they rose up out of the stage in this, like little little home um and they're sitting inside of it um but that was like the intro song for them to come in the rap line kind of said the beginning part but then really the song just played Mm -hmm. yeah they like weren't out and performing it like they were still inside the the set right Mm -hmm. so then the music for home came on and really Uh for, for home when we were talking about this, we were like, how can we sum this up? Like, mm-hmm. we really feel like we could make an entire episode just about this song. Because... Mm-hmm. This performance this of performance, this song. Yes. Yeah. Because each member is so captivating and stunning the entire mm-hmm. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, Bethany, you said that they just look so freaking fresh and beautiful during this, if I want to quote you um yeah (laughs) I did say that they look so freaking fresh and beautiful because when they all came out it was they all came out at different times Mm -hmm. and so and it was our first time really getting to see them for muster and like the start of the concert and they just looked they all were glowing just glowing with beauty as they came out and just like every little angle that we got of each of them it was just breathtaking yes (laughs) (laughs) um Another thing that stuck out to me about this performance was just that Jimin is way too much of a sexual being. Like mm-hmm. the way he can fucking seduce the entire crowd doesn't yeah, matter like who his you are. Smolders. Oh my his god. Smolders. Like, damn boy, like tone it down just a bit. <laughs> but don't. I don't think you can, right? No. <laughs> yeah. I will never get over his close-ups just and really what I observed the most was based on all of their expressions going on Mm -hmm. during the whole performance it's confirmed our thoughts on home that this Mm -hmm. is a sexual fucking song yeah for our review of mm -hmm. persona that the album I was just like, man, I cannot emphasize enough how sexy of a song Home is. Yeah, super sexy. I mean, you just can't deny it. You just can't deny it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And really, we have to just point out here at the end uh, that Jin, Jimin, and Taeyong all served up major visuals the entire time. Those were the three that were, yeah. I mean, okay, two of them are, are our they biases. They stood out to us a lot. Like, they, yeah. 
That's true. They all looked really great, but we just like, particularly for this song, we were like, Jen, Jimin, and Young, like, whoa. They were like hogging the camera. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. taking everybody's attention, we think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So the next song was Love Maze. And what we kind of gathered from this is that we kind of think that people expect us to love everything that BTS does. And we definitely used to be that way. Mm -hmm. And we still are in many, many aspects. Like we just love them so much. We think everything that they're doing is so great. But we've also like with this podcast, we've grown to like criticize it sometimes Mm -hmm. at at points. Uh, So not that we want to be super critical of this performance, but we felt like this stage setup kind of took away from what the performance could have been. Like the mirrors were like a really cool concept and we get that it was like really artistic and the song but for some reason like having them all split up we get it like like kind of what the message is of the song Mm -hmm. but we just felt that like the song itself is so good love me is that the performance just didn't completely blow us away yeah and I think like the point that we got to is like maybe it's not intended to be a traditional performance maybe it's supposed to be more mm-hmm. like artistic and I think the mirror concept is really cool like if you're thinking mm-hmm. about this era being the persona era and now they're kind of taking the song about love maze about like finding your way through and things like mm-hmm. that if they're looking at the mirror and if they're singing to themselves, it's more of like a persona where they're looking at Mm -hmm. their different personas and saying, we'll make it through. Um, At least that's how it kind of came across to me. But like the, the you're right. Like the separation of them, it just made it seem like a very low energy song when I feel like this song can be really fun and upbeat, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like, I think they feed off of each other a lot. Yes, it just wasn't like... It's it's a really great song, but yeah, like they just weren't able to vibe off of each other. This, the song and the performance was still really great and like fascinating to watch, but also it just wasn't like one of our favorites and we thought that the song could have been delivered in a different way, but like obviously you're not going to like enjoy and like everything that BTS does, you know, it just, we both kind of had the same thoughts on it. So I think that's why we wanted to just share our true reaction of when we listened and watched this performance. It was really cool to see like Namjoon rapping right at himself in the mirror. Like it was very passionate and we did get a lot of feelings from that mirror performance. Anyways, sidebar, but yeah. They still looked amazing. They still sounded amazing besides a few issues with the mic levels mm-hmm. um, where like some members would be louder than the other. Like we some rap line, it was hard to tell really what they were saying at times, mm-hmm. but like still a great performance. Mm-hmm. Just the stage concept we felt didn't work for this song. Yeah. 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 But we get that there was, you know, the artistic kind of, aspect of it so Mm -hmm. anyways (laughs) right (laughs) so moving on to 13 43 40 I just have to start off by saying that when they began this song when it first started playing the instrumental wasn't full on yet they just played a little bit of the guitar but it was enough that you were like oh my gosh that's 13 43 40 but the guitar is just, I think it's so beautiful. It's not quite a steel guitar, but it kind of gives off those vibes, like island vibes a little bit. It just, mm-hmm. I go back and think 
when I went to Hawaii for my honeymoon and just, I love that kind of steel guitar music and the guitar that's used in this isn't a steel guitar, but it's something that has kind of a similar sound to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also got to say that I was so proud of Young because his vocals were so damn steady for this performance and he really grooved to the song. And so did Ooh, Jen. He really did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just incredibly beautiful. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyways, Jin. <laughs> I got to talk about Jin in this too. I'm sorry that I'm talking about my bias on my bias record, but Jin looks so fucking incredible. Like during this song, you could tell that he was grooving to it just like Taeyang was, but he was like belting over. Like he was really singing with everything he had. He like, when he did like bend over and like sing his powerful vocals, he'd come up and lift his head up slowly and then turn his head to the camera just to like kind of lift his chin and like, you know, perk his brows at us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's totally too much. It's totally his move. Like he does this a lot, but the whole time I'm like, damn. And with his hair and his full forehead out, I think we talk about this later, but Jin looked so good for this concert. We just never get tired of it. Like mm-hmm. when he does, that's totally his move. And every time he does it, it completely captivates us and takes us away. Like, damn, can't get over it. <laughs> so another thing during this song is we still are noticing like micro microphone volume yeah. issues um, because it still seems like Yoongi's microphone is really low mm-hmm. and he can't hear himself like during his verse I will say he did an amazing job yeah. and I think we can say like for you and I our favorite verse during the song is Yungi's verse well, it's yeah. so good it's his song like he did a lot of the writing and producing yeah. for this song Mm-hmm. So, of course, he still did a terrific job and kept perfectly in time and didn't lose his cool at all. Mm-hmm. But you can tell he's adjusting his earpiece and he like starts like tapping on it, too, and like pointing at it as if mm-hmm. like if anyone like a producer watching like knows and can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell he cannot hear himself and we can barely hear him. And he's the only one mm-hmm. rapping along to the music at this time and unfortunately like like, these kinds of things are gonna happen during concerts mm -hmm. like there's so much sound and technology that goes into a concert and then the fact i just can't get over that they're still like doing this like stadium world stadium tour and then in the middle of it they had the time to figure out this whole other concert and just like completely different set list completely yeah completely different having to relearn choreography having to like figure out like the little tiny bits bits of details that we don't really think about and where they're going to be on stage and here at this part and that part so it's just like there's so much that goes into it these kind of things are going to happen um so I'm just kind of arguing the other side of it like it's just like I bet it's so frustrating for Yoongi and for any BTS member that this happens to but like right he did such a great job of keeping his cool and it he sounded incredible still like he was perfectly in pitch he was fine like Mm -hmm. really great yeah we totally yeah totally understand that these things happen Mm -hmm. not a criticism on vts at all and not even on big hit or their staff it's just things that happen Mm -hmm. but it was like we just have to talk about it because it was distracting yeah it was um 
So another thing that I have to point out about this performance is Jungkook's runs that he has like every so often in the song. Mm -hmm. He has a lot of them towards the end. They're just so beautiful. Like, I mean, they flow together and uh, it's just He's been doing them a lot lately. Mm -hmm. And I'm on board with it. He's getting really good at them. I think he's trying to challenge himself and to be better. Like he's just constantly trying to do more. Our Maknae. God. (laughs) He works so hard. Okay. So the next song that they did was Waylon 52. Yes. Mm -hmm. I remember when we watched this together, this song really surprised us both with how much we like it. Yeah. Like how much we liked this performance because like it's not a song that we listen to a lot. Yeah. But like we were really taken aback by how amazing this performance is. Like who really stood out to me was Namjoon because and really throughout this entire concert. But like he is just so passionate he is spitting Mm -hmm. his lyrics and physically straining and really not just in this song in every song so far and it really continues throughout the rest of the concert but he's really fully putting everything into it Mm -hmm. another thing that i really loved about this performance was jen's visuals i know i've already talked about his visuals but like the forehead being out like it's just radiating sexy i i cannot (laughs) wait till we do a forehead episode because episode 100 really maybe we should do episode 100 because i do not remember in one of our episodes we were talking about it and we were like it's decided episode 100 is foreheads yeah and we're gonna title it fanatic about foreheads right (laughs) (laughs) or finally foreheads or finally foreheads Mm mm-hmm We've literally been talking about a forehead episode since before we started this podcast. I know. Yeah. We really <laughs> need to do it. Anyways. But yeah, his brows are really strong. His skin is glowing. His hair is pink slash purple, like a little bit of both. He looks so great. So great. And he really does. During the Wayland 52 performance, like he was the, I was looking at everyone, but I just was drawn by him. What's new? <laughs> <laughs> I've really come to believe that that is like his goal and his purpose. Like he is so upfront with how handsome he is. Mm -hmm. He tells us all every chance he gets. And, you know, I just think he wants to capture everyone's hearts and he's really doing it, especially in this performance. He really is. (laughs) (laughs) So the next couple of songs was intro, um, we are bulletproof part two. Mm-hmm. So this, Damn, this song, this song, Kayla and I were actually not researching together when I first watched this because I couldn't mm-hmm. wait. And then I felt really guilty after I did it because it's so fucking good. It's so good. <laughs> I was like, Kayla, <laughs> I feel dirty that I just watched this without you. Like you need to get home and we have to watch this together <laughs> over FaceTime. Um, but how they start off is they're understage for the performance and that's kind of how it starts off. And it's just too fucking badass because it kind of the camera zooms in on Jungkook's foot and then and it's just it's so badass. And then the camera like pans upward and we see all of them in their old like debut outfits and they're walking God. towards us like under stage like they're walking up to like get up on stage 
And it's so badass. Like the we are bulletproof, like really bad boy, dangerous, old school stuff. Oh, fucking cool. I'm so glad that they brought it back. This is why we have to go to Muster. This is why Muster is so perfect and unique is that it, it just they do all these songs that you wouldn't expect at a concert. Uh huh. The all the songs that like we all, it's like this year for Muster, they did everything that we're always begging them mm-hmm. to to perform. Fucking you know? dang. <laughs> <I just>, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And then you know if we go to Muster next year, they're not gonna perform dang again. No. So fuck. But we'll have other really great songs that we've been dying to see. That's true. I think we need to go. <laughs> we gotta. <laughs> Anyways what I thought was really cool about this performance was Jimin, Jungkook, and J-Hope, they all did their little, like, little sections there at the end where they do some sort of skill or talent. So J-Hope goes out there and he does exactly, like, the same choreography from We Are Bulletproof, like, in the music video. But it's just even better because it's now 2019 BTS performing this. And (laughs) J-Hope, man, when he falls to the ground, like he really has no joints, no bones. He is so skillful and talented. I loved getting to see this. And then Jimin comes in and does that crazy jump in the air. And it's just, again, even more impressive than it was back then because it's 2019 Jimin doing this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then after that, we get Jungkook, who... I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. The whole hat trick thing. I was like, okay, like that's not like the coolest thing I've ever seen, but seeing 2019 Jungkook do this hat trick, just wow. He looked, it was really sexy and impressive. And I was like, damn, I feel like he added in more than what was in there originally, like some extra body rolls and some like more with it and looked more comfortable with it. Mm. Yeah. Our dancer. (sighs) Damn. God, this this whole episode is just us at the end of every single song, just Damn. slightly fainting over <laughs> every single member of BTS. Damn, it's a fangirl episode for sure. <laughs> um, also, during this performance, I was quite literally frightened by J Hope because of how mm-hmm. sexy he looks and this lighting that they did for this performance it was like a greenish bluish kind of lighting and whenever the camera like focused in on Hobie I'm like wow I would never fuck with him like (laughs) fierce no (laughs) Uh, you do not get in his way you know like Mm -hmm. when he's on a mission you let him go (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's what his facial expression was telling me yeah um, something else about this performance is that Jimin's the shirt that he's wearing is like not super long cut, so it keeps lifting up during this performance and and like flopping up, and it's such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, we just have to talk about their final pose because truly feel like and. Feel free to bleep this, but truly feel like it's so iconic. It is iconic. Because <laughs> it like, you know, it, it it like kind of mirrors their first pose that they did when they debuted. And the, again, this like you said, this is 2019 BTS. Mm-hmm. So they just look so fucking good. Yeah. And they really are. So matured I mean, and more developed stunning. and even more talented. I mean, they were always talented, but like 
they've just really developed a lot and grown a lot as artists and dancers and visuals. Like it's just top notch. <laughs> it's just the best of the best. Yes. Yeah. It was, I was glad that they performed this song. I thought it was a real treat to army. Totally. Mm-hmm. So the next song was another really kind of like, wow, I can't believe they performed this song. It's just kind of obscure was jump. And mm-hmm. this was really exciting because this is Corey's favorite song. So he actually got to see it performed. Um, so that was pretty cool. Super cool. Pretty cool. He enjoyed yes. watching it. I'm pretty sure the, he had some comments, but really the only comment I remember him saying is that Jen's hair looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> Which it does. does. Jimin has like this short haircut right now where he has like really short bangs and they're kind of choppy and he just looks so damn good. Like nobody's surprised, but he's, I mean, he was wrecking you a lot when we were doing this research. Especially during home. Home, I was like, damn, Jimin looks really, really good. Yeah. Anyways. So initially, (laughs) right when he came out, you were like, done. He looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Prince. (laughs) Uh, so what I really noticed about jump or what really stood out to me was, uh, Namjoon's rapping, like he, his verse, he absolutely slays it. Namjoon, I feel like during this whole concert was really bringing it, like you were saying earlier, like when he was rapping, like his verses and some of the other songs, like he just was, he's, it just seemed like everything he has in himself, like he put into this concert. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, what really stood out to me was how incredible Yoongi was looking. Mm-hmm. Um, every so often you have like a moment where the lighting hits one of them just a certain way. The camera angle is just a certain way and mm-hmm. it really gets you. Yeah. <laughs> like I had this moment with Yoongi and he was just like walking and it was just like a profile shot mm-hmm. and he just looks so fucking good. And he, I mean, he's glossy, glossy. gloss baby, yeah. and he's just so handsome. Mm-hmm. Like, cannot get over him. I love Yungi's gloss. Ugh, when, <laughs> you know, that just perfect. It just looks like he's the best highlighter in the world. Right, but it's just his fucking skin. It's <laughs> <laughs> natural oil. doesn't even need the highlighter. Um, <laughs> but really, Jump was just so high energy Mm -hmm. and super fun Mm -hmm. and totally like like you said not expected to be on this set list Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. next they performed spinebreaker which is really fun such a fun song i love spinebreaker so much yeah yeah and they perform this right after one of their men's and they Mm -hmm. go over they had like a little uh, magic shop mailbox all this like really cute the the set and like the mints and all that was really cute but they went and they put on those light pink jackets mm-hmm. over those like bulletproof outfits like debut outfits that they were wearing so it just mm-hmm. it doesn't match at all but I loved that they put those pink jackets on because they wore those in their music video that they made they're like kind of non-official music video for Spinebreaker <laughs> where they all right. kind of had like a selfie stick and like recorded themselves on their phone really cool mm-hmm. and they did this exact same thing for the performance I think Jimin started off with the the selfie stick but they really just like recorded themselves doing it and so we got to right. see that that angle of them on stage like it was more personable and mm-hmm. really cool so reminiscent of the music video they were super goofy they had tons <laughs> of accessories like 
tons, various sunglasses. Um. Oh my God. I need to talk about these sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Because every member was wearing a pair of sunglasses and Jen was wearing two pairs of sunglasses, like one on the bridge of his nose and one on top of those ones. Mm-hmm. So I just need to talk about the dichotomy of Jen's two pairs of sunglasses. <laughs> Is that the right word? I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. So he, <laughs> The first pair, the pair that was all the way on top, were these, like, pink toned and sexy sunglasses. Like, if he were just wearing those with that hair, with that forehead, goddamn, he would look (laughs) so good. Okay. The second pair that was over his eyes were these thick framed white glasses that are kind of more on the goofy side the like cult. with the way he was wearing it think of the gin <laughs> cult yes the gin cult and i just love that like these two it's like the two sunglasses he chose are representing like these two different almost personas mm-hmm. of gin and i love, I, I love how I mean, deep you got into that <laughs> i just they really hit me and i was like this is so gin yeah yeah and really, I I love that you mentioned how he had two pairs on because like no one else did. And these glasses no were already did. really goofy and dramatic and exaggerated and just like too much. And of course, Jen had to wear two of them on top of each other. Yeah. yeah. Chaotic. Extra. Uh, <laughs> Chaotic. Which I just have to say, I think that this is one of Jen's favorite performances because he just gets to be a complete weirdo for it. And they're doing his dance. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the bending over with the hand behind the back. Mm-hmm. Like they do that, like the goofy choreography from Spinebreaker that Jin made that part. Um, I didn't and know he they're made doing that. It. Yeah, I thought that I saw. I mean, maybe I'm completely making this up from nothing. <laughs> I didn't know he made that choreography. But I swear, yeah, I saw like maybe like a, a behind the scenes mm-hmm. or something of like them making that. And I remember him like teaching that to the members and being like, this is what it's going to be or <laughs> really? something. I, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Well, listeners, if you guys know, you should send us DMS, whatever, email. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really, that's interesting. <laughs> Right. Uh, okay. So then the next song that they did was Intro School Love Affair. And we really have to talk about the outfits for this. We got it. Yeah. So this is Yoongi, Hosaka, Namjoon who come out for this. Mm-hmm. And Yoongi is in this large white Supreme t shirt. And he's got this charcoal colored chain like those really expensive chain necklaces that he wears Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then he's got these baggy black pants on I don't I feel like they're a style of pant but I don't know what they're called um they look like they could have chains attached to them a little bit I don't know what they are though (laughs) but they're kind of puffy and baggy and he's got these white and red striped socks that tuck over the pants so they really Mm. stand out against these black pants and then he has tennis shoes that have green soles on the bottom but to top it all off the best accessory that he has on are these super badass leather fingerless gloves they kind of look like Mm -hmm. batting gloves but seeing him hold the mic and oh just he looks really really good is he also wearing a headband 
I can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he he's wearing, wearing a, red a red supreme, supreme headband. Oh, headband. Yeah, that's essential too, because forehead is exposed, oh, yeah. hair is like just beautifully tousled back. Mm. He looks so fucking good. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like in the song, like Yoongi has a little part that he raps, and then there's a little skit, and then Yoongi and Hosok are talking in the skit, and mm-hmm. then Hosok has his part. Yeah. So they use this skit time for Hosok to enter stage, and they don't do the original skit, but they just kind of talk about like Yoongi mentions and talks about what Hosok is wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Hosok is wearing this mint colored bucket hat. Uh. It's so cute because Yoongi, when he sees him, he's like, who is this mint chocolate chip? Oh, just so cute. So cute. (laughs) And with this, he has this oversized hoodie, but the hoodie has this cartoon flower print and all of the petals on the flowers are like different colors. Some of them are like multi colors in like one flower, um, really bright colors. And the center of every flower has a smiley face. So he is wearing these white shorts with it. And of course, Balenciaga's. Um, and then during his verse, mm-hmm. him and Yoongi kind of dance together. So it's like soap dancing mm-hmm. together. Very cute. I really love, super fun. love Hobie's outfit. Like, I think it really reflects yeah. his style. And so does Yoongi's and so, so does Namjoon. But I just love seeing Hobie with like all those flowers and they've bright got like smiley and faces and, and the mint, like the bright colored hat. It's like real eclectic but it somehow works (laughs) it totally works and you know what like what's it's happening to both of us right now we are smiling so much and it's just (laughs) fulfilling his purpose that he has as j-hope of like just bringing happiness Mm -hmm. into people's lives and like when i see him wearing that and i see how much he's glowing and how happy he looks i just can't help but get but to get so happy sunshine Uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right this is like the fourth time that i'm like being overwhelmed by how much i love bts in just this episode this episode was a lot of fun to research and it's been so far really fun to record (laughs) yeah um okay so of course they go into like like after hobie they go in and namjoon comes out and he starts his verse so namjoon is in this large red supreme hoodie so it's like supreme the brand but it's just like all red and it's big it's large and then oh my gosh he's wearing these green tinted aviator styled glasses they're really large large framed glasses but the Mm -hmm. green tint and I think like the outline the frame is gold but it's like really thin really thin very 70s it's groovy it's good it works for him uh and then he's also wearing these like longer dark denim jean shorts but they're still like shorts but just enough to see namjoon's legs (laughs) Mm, it's all we needed yeah and then uh the shoes that he's wearing are like traditional looking timberlands Mm mm-hmm he looks just great. Totally such a June outfit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he does look great. He looks so fucking good. Mm-hmm. But really what we love about this song, besides all of their outfits and how good they look, um, is just 
kind of like what I touched on already, the way that they bring each member in using the skit space of the original song Mm -hmm. and working in, they worked in some of the original lines from the skit, but they were also just like using it to introduce them and talk about their personal clothing style. Um, But they just did it so well and it was so cute. And I just love seeing all three of them so different, Mm -hmm. but, you know, so together and having so much fun together. Definitely. And the last little thing I want to add just about the performance is about Namjoon. When he performed his verse, when he rapped it, he went so hard for it. Like he's been doing the whole freaking time. I cannot emphasize that enough. But when I saw it live, I'm like, damn, I really want to like go listen to persona or like see persona live because the way that he was rapping, it just was giving me persona vibes. I'm like, Oh, I love that song. Yes. Really. We cannot say enough how incredible Namjoon was this entire concert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the next song up was dimple and Oh my God, I'm just going to say right now, if you don't know already, this is one of my all time favorite Mm -hmm. songs from bts um and we love this choreography so wow, much the choreography <laughs> just Stressed. all the body rolls so much shoulder movement everything is amazing mm-hmm. um and just the cut of them pointing to their dimples right when they say illegal right before like that main like, choreography you know right at the beginning yeah. of the chorus yeah uh, oh my god such a cute addition i did addition. not expect and that that really <sighs> when i saw jimin like kind of like poke his little head out and then point mm-hmm. at his like dimple on his cheek i'm like no that's the choreography <laughs> like that's so cute damn it but then the choreography is like really fucking sexy too I had told you (laughs) the day before that this is my goal for today is to find the best fan cam of Dimple. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't a lot of good fan cams. I found a gym in focus, which I'm going to link, but it shows most of the members most of the time because it's such a small stage. Mm -hmm. But this performance was from Busan. But regardless, I had already seen this. So when you and I watched it together, it was your first time watching it. And you hadn't even seen many different little clips on Instagram or whatever. Um, you gasped when Jimin pointed at his dimples I was just I did not expect that and it really blew me away (laughs) I was like oh my gosh it's like the perfect little addition to add to this song it was just why wouldn't they do that for the choreography but I would have never thought of that and yeah. I just loved it. It was like the perfect little surprise. <laughs> and I think what's really cute is the way that they're all, it's like all four of them right there leaning in. Mm-hmm. It's just four super cute little shots of them. And then the rest of it is just so sexy. Dangerously sexy. <laughs> <laughs> like every vocal line member during this choreography, like the movement of their bodies. It looks so good. It works really well. It's mesmerizing. Jen mm-hmm. looks fluid as fuck. Like they're all wearing these tight black pants and they have these beautiful, I mean, beautiful printed dress shirts on and seeing them, them dance. It's like a fucking trance. Like I just, I am blown away at how they can move their bodies. Yeah. All of them. I think, uh, I just have to talk about, I feel like I'm talking about Jimin a lot, but like, I just feel like this is his style of dance. 
Mm-hmm. Very much. We talked about yesterday a lot of the people that like have influenced his dance or like the people that he looks up to and like wanted to be able to dance like. And so this kind of very sexy dancing is like right up his alley. Mm, and yeah. we talked about that we felt like he probably feels so fucking sexy when oh, he's dancing yeah. to this. Like he probably feels so good and he looks so good mm-hmm. while performing this song. Mm-hmm. And really, like you said, all of them, like Jen, his fucking shoulders. Yeah. Dude, when he does that shoulder movement, I can't get over mm-hmm. it. Taeyong, when he like kind of body rolls to the floor and then fucking pelvic thrusts up with his hand on his crotch, <laughs> my lord. Uh. Jungkook, when he does anything <laughs> and... <laughs> Very true. Slays vocals the entire time. Which I think, talking about Jungkook, that really should bring us into our next song that is performed, which is Pied Piper. I had been anticipating this because I had heard a lot about Jungkook during this performance. It was all over Instagram, Mm -hmm. it was all over Twitter, and I had not seen it until we went to go do this research. Yeah. And I hadn't seen it either. Mm -mm. And I honestly, I didn't see a lot of talk about it. But um, what we decided is that this is a siren song. Like they are taking over us. I mean, we knew that it was a siren song based on the lyrics. We did. But just to point it out. But to see it. It is a siren. Performed. Just to see it. (laughs) Okay. Cut all of that. I'm so stupid. No, it's Um, not. I thought it was cute banter. You should keep it. Um, but yeah, no, it is. Uh, they uh, <laughs> to see it and to see them doing it, and mm-hmm. it was just mesmerizing. Yeah, yeah. And when we watched it, like we hadn't taken any notes, but just kind of how we were doing it for all of them. But we had to go back and watch it a second time before we mm-hmm. could write notes on it because we were so blown away. Like at the end of it, we literally applauded. We were FaceTiming. <laughs> and at the end of it, we both just like We were FaceTiming like, wow, and we literally that started was clapping. So good. <laughs> <laughs> um sorry, my I think my phone got all glitchy. Yeah, you're back. Okay, cool. I yeah. heard you too, I think. Okay. So when we went back and watched it the second time, this is when I could kind of focus a little bit now. (laughs) A little bit. It was tough. Yeah, it was tough, but on what I wanted to say about it. So Jungkook, he has bedroom eyes the entire time, like full on smoldering. Some of the most intense bedroom eyes that I've ever seen from him, and he does them often. But this performance, it was like, I really did feel like I was under a spell, totally a siren song. He really, I think, delivered that with his performance. Mm -hmm. And then just, I just have to mention this too. He had these dangling black earrings, which was so seducing. Like, I was like, wow, he looks beautiful and sexy and then to top it all off, this is what everyone has been talking about. Everyone's like saying no one ever give Jungkook a mic stand ever again because <laughs> it's really like threatening this how he's <laughs> holding it and swaying with it and like caressing his hands up and down it like no, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> your looks you can't do this and to your us. voice and everything is already enough. You've got to be like playing with this microphone stand like this like come on right (laughs) give us some air please some air (laughs) let us breathe (laughs) um something about this song that i could not get over was 
At this point in the concert, Young started tucking his hair on just one side yeah. behind his ear. Mm-hmm. I think like just on his right side or his left ear, left side. Yeah. yeah. He started just tucking it behind his ear on his left side and still with his bangs down in his face mm-hmm. on the other side. And he just looks so fucking good. His I hair is get over curly. It. He's got the green curly. contacts. His the green ear pieces. Is like beautiful, just honey. Glowing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel yeah. And he's also been doing this thing where he puts one hand on his hip and it's just such a yeah. power pose. <laughs> such a power totally pose. Is. And then he looks that good on top of it. Mm. <laughs> so damn. Okay. The ending choreography for this song, I think, is what made us really applaud at the end. Because at the very end of Pied Piper, they all line up like rap line, vocal line, they all line up and they have these backup dancers that also join them on stage. Like it's just this long, thin stage that goes across the arena and they do the choreography and it's just incredible. It's, it's really theatrical and impactful with how they ended this song. And I wasn't expecting that for Pied Piper, Mm -hmm. but it was done really well. Yeah, I think I wasn't expecting that either, but it was super impactful. And I think another thing that contributed to it being impactful, at least right now in my mind, I'm like, I think we're both really conscious. It's Pride Month right now. It is Pride Month. And Mm -hmm. all of the lighting, especially at the end of the song, but throughout the song, they were using colorful lighting. But at the end of the song, when they were all lined up in the line with all the background dancers, Mm -hmm. they had rainbow lighting and just thinking about how this song is for army Mm -hmm. and how this is like one of those songs where they are talking directly to army. Um, I just couldn't let that pass by. I thought thought that was purposeful. Yeah. I think it was purposeful. It had to have been like the lighting on the ceiling with the big panels. I, that Mm -hmm. was all just like these glittering dots of rainbow color. And I thought, wow, so cool. Definitely. Something that we have learned. Happy Pride Month. Is that <laughs> often, yes, Happy Pride Month. Um, but something that we've learned often is that BTS doesn't do a lot of things for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I wanted to say that out. they purposely put that in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but everything just looks so perfect in the song. And the song is. Overall, the vocals, the visuals, the lighting was so hypnotizing Mm -hmm. and super impactful. And we really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, we did. So the next song that was up was Dang. Yeah. um, (laughs) Which, of course, much anticipated Mm -hmm. by us. Um, It was really cool when they performed this song because... These performances, they did the vocal line rapping along with the rappers or rapping in place of the rappers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they largely did a great job. I do have to say that Jimin sounded really shy, um, but he was still cute and smiling the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I did think that some of the like rap was a little deep, a little low for him. Yeah. But uh, he was he was cute. He a still shy, really though. enjoyed it, but you could tell he's like, yeah. I don't rap. <laughs> but yeah, and he got like a little shy about thing. it. But it was really cute, and you, you could tell he had fun. Hmm. Um. 
And within like the same verse, Jin was rapping and his rapping was loud and exaggerated, but also super fun, just as we would expect from Jin. Mm -hmm. And it was just cute also watching Hosok hype him up um, and kind of like add little things in. Yeah, because it's Hobie's verse in the song that they're rapping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Super great. Yeah. Two sock. (laughs) Two sock. Um, so then Young rapped Yoongi's verse and I was really proud. I thought he did a really great job. Like, I'm really, really proud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. I think he took it seriously. Like, I think he practiced it. But what oh, was great yeah. about it, too, is he put his own flair onto it. He didn't rap it exactly how Yoongi raps it. But, you know, it was still his own. For sure. I mean, he just did such a great job. Mm -hmm. But I just was so, so impressed by it. Like when it got to that really fast part of Yoongi's rap verse, like you could tell that the the more he kept like perfectly pronouncing and like being quick with it, you could tell Young was getting hyped. Like, yeah, like I'm doing it. It was so cute. And Yoongi was right there next to him. Like, yeah, like hyping him. So great. So great. And you know that Young. He just kind of like he enjoys rapping. And so for him to get to yeah. do this, I, you could tell he really had fun with it. And totally. so the last verse is Namjoon's verse and Jungkook rapped Namjoon's verse. And I will have to say Jungkook did the best. <laughs> he did I it, mean, he, you, you got to give it to him. Yeah, he did really well. He was definitely the best. But he's also had like some experience with rapping and has rapped in songs. Yeah. Uh, but what I really loved was at the very beginning, like the back and forth between Jungkook and Namjoon, and they were looking at each other while rapping back and forth. And it was so cute. And for some reason, Jungkook still seems so baby and cute here, even though we were just talking about how dangerous he was with a microphone during Pied Piper. <laughs> but he like baby Jungkook mode, cutie is out during this. But then right after him and Namjoon do that back and forth, he kind of takes it away like the rap kind of gets quicker after that and so that it's funny yeah. because sorry to interrupt but I almost feel like when he raps because he hasn't rapped since like debut times you know it's been so long since mm-hmm. he's like actually had like a rap part on an album yeah it's almost like he reverts back to that age oh, of Jungkook when he raps. Like he's so yeah. he becomes so baby because his rap like has not matured because he hasn't done it. Yeah, and maybe. that's what really that's what I always think about yeah. when he does it. I think he was really trying to be cute with Namjoon because that interaction oh, yeah. between them is so cute because he's he's wrapped in DNA and Idol like a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, I totally get that. He did yeah. such a great job. He absolutely killed it. Uh, really, really just well done. Like he is the golden Machne. Yes. <laughs> uh, something else that was really kind of interesting that we kind of caught on to during Dang was J-Hope wasn't doing his verse or whatever. So like he did a lot of harmonizing and he was really creative harmonizing. It wasn't like, you know, the kind of go-to harmonization that kind of sounds a little bit more natural or is a little easier to do. Like he did more challenging creative harmonies, which was really awesome to to hear j-hope doing that you know yeah i um totally enjoyed that and it was really surprising and super impressive Mm -hmm. um the last thing we have to say about dang is that they really should have released this song as a single and let us chart it because (laughs) 
it's really good. Mm-hmm. It would have been number one. It would have and been. It like I mean I don't think it's they the expected best. it to be this great. Like that people I mean, would love I really it. I think much. the rap line threw this song together. Yeah. Like I think Yugi <laughs> was like, I have a beat. We gotta Let's do write something lyrics. for Festa. This was yeah. for Festa of last year when they released Dang of twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're i I'm still waiting for it on iTunes. Wow. Big hit. Spotify. BTS. Come on. <laughs> Please. So the next song is the Satori rap attack on Bangtan and my city kind of little compilation medley going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so Satori rap is totally, it gives me that this is totally like Namjoon style song, like mm-hmm. 90s music style. And with this 90s music style, we kind of got some like 90s music video style camera angles. At least I felt like there were a few yeah, of those in there. I got that too. Um, the vocal line also rapped along a little bit during this song and Tusak shared a verse. Cute. Um, super cute. And during like little t- kind of like skit times, they kind of antagonized each other about where they're from. And then kind of near the end, I just have to point out that Jimin kind of quote, like crowd surfed on some backup dancers. Yeah, like they really kind of cool. lifted him up. Mm-hmm. Really cool and super cute. And he was, I just, We'll never forget like his huge smile that yeah, he got. Yeah, so like cute. so fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, for Attack on Bantan, really all we have to say is about it is that like all of BTS, like every member became really, really growly. Like just growly BTS fully was released when Attack on Bantan came on. Mm-hmm. And it was really high energy. They were jumping around. They were all over the stage growling at us uh, just having a good time really just having a good time yeah just a super hype performance mm-hmm. yeah and then for my city um really what really stood out to us again namjoon during the song we felt like he was leaving everything he had out on the stage because he's in his city when he's performing the song, mm-hmm. rapping about how much he loves his city. And I just can't imagine how amazing that feels. Also coming home to your city, having the entire city being lit up in purple for you and your band. Yeah. And, Ugh. you know, just like the warm welcome and mm-hmm. how much he loves Seoul. Um, just super cool for him. Love and he was just soul. so passionate <laughs> I'm saying twice in this episode. Beautiful. (laughs) Thanks. But we just love Namjoon throughout this performance. Yeah, I bet he really did feel so much love, like being in Seoul, ending it in Seoul. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. being it live streamed. I'm sure he really was feeling so incredible, which is interesting. I'm just going to slide this in there because before the concert, I think he said he was feeling sad. Young ended up like looking at Namjoon and telling him like, if you died today, like how would you feel? You know? And he was like, I guess it would be like a really great day. Like it would be mm-hmm. a really nice day. Yeah. So, good ending. Yeah. Good yeah. ending. So he became, he was happier after that. Like he was able to enjoy the night more because he like had that thinking about that. I think sometimes we just need a little bit of a refocus and a mm-hmm. reframe of how we're thinking about things. And I think that was one of those moments where he stepped back mm-hmm. and he kind of counted his blessings mm-hmm. and thought about what he was thankful for. And yeah. sometimes that works and sometimes that really helps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so 
anyways, moving on. So <laughs> J-Ho, <laughs> uh, during Masuri, his rap verse was just interesting. Like, I don't think I've ever really paid attention to J-Hope's rap verse in Masuri, but hearing him perform it live, like he had so much precision with his rap and that really blew me away. I totally agree. I, yeah, yeah. He did just such a great job. Like I was really mm-hmm. impressed by it. Uh, and then I got to talk about uh, how Jimin's forehead throughout the concert has somehow, like every single song, it's slowly become more parted. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it was his, his bangs bangs straight moving. across during home, and uh-huh. now it's, they've just been like slowly inching away, revealing and more and more forehead. <laughs> yeah, and now somehow it's full forehead. The forehead has completely mm-hmm. revealed itself, and it's just fully exposed. And he does have a few little demonic moments during this performance yes he does i was like whoa when did jor whoa i was like whoa when did jimin's forehead make an appearance like that came out of nowhere i wasn't ready right fucking now <laughs> um also during my city uh Young's growling is just next level like rock star level and he was even like head banging along to his growling and he just, oh, he really is a rock star. Like, ooh. He's just feeling it. I love him. Love him. His artistic mm-hmm. everything. Like, his expression. This The way that he was, like, really growling and headbanging and, like, the expression in his voice was that really, like, this experimental shit that I feel like mm-hmm. they're right on the brink of hopefully diving into more. Oh, and I like, hope so, too. That's what Young's voice it is reminding me of mm-hmm. this entire concert yeah yeah he's bringing it mm-hmm. so the next song was best of me which truthfully we weren't really all that excited for which sounds terrible but when it came on we were really again like just surprised with how great of a performance it was they did such yeah. a great job for best of me and i I had seen the choreography for best of me before we've seen it in previous concerts but this was the first time that I really took a hard look at G Cook's choreography and how beautiful and detailed and artistic it is. Mm-hmm. And just seeing it in the middle of the song during the performance, it's just wow, like astonishing. I was yeah. I was like, wow, this is beautiful. The way that the choreography has them play off of each other and how they affect one another, it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just so beautifully choreographed. And mm-hmm. of course, those two dancers pull it off incredibly. Oh, yeah. um, gotta talk about Yoongi's hair. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really talked about his hair specifically this entire concert, but it's kind of like silvery, grayish, but he has this undercut, but on top it's wavy mm-hmm. and... It's parted in the middle and just kind of flowing down on both sides. And it just looks so good. And really in this performance, it is really catching our eye. And he's really standing out because it just looks so good. And he looks so handsome. That wavy, maybe a little frizzy. Ooh, it -hmm. really does look good. (laughs) He works it so well. Mm -hmm. Um, But really during Best of Me... Overall, you can tell they're having a great time. All of their choreography is on point. And there's also tons of confetti at this time in the concert, which really adds to it. And it's really beautiful and pretty just seeing all of the Mm -hmm. glittery, sparkly, reflective confetti Mm -hmm. come down. Yeah. 
The next song is Boy With Love. And I was not prepared for this, but it was super cutesy when they did this song. Like, they all just look super cute. And they're all being adorable and acting adorable. And Jimin really stuck out to me for this song because this is... Jimin is just really good at being cute. And mm-hmm. he's, like, hopping around <laughs> stage, being a total dork and just... He was having fun, and you could tell everyone else was having fun, too. But it was just super cute to see them, like, as extremely adorable as they were for this performance. Yeah. Um, I just need to talk about, kind of going off of that, like, because Jimin's really cute because of his outfit is Mm -hmm. making him really cute, Mm -hmm. and he's totally playing into that. But Namjoon's outfit was ruining my entire existence. (laughs) Like, he's wearing a different pair of shorts, um socks high socks with timberlands and like this headband and like a jacket with his white shirt under it and mm-hmm. he just looked so fucking good yeah. like whenever i mean i want to take him out on a like hike that. <laughs> whenever his legs are exposed like that i cannot deal i cannot yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's just going off of that all their outfits like they most of them were wearing like white t-shirts that had like colorful marking like marker drawings on them that i think the members did themselves or like they wrote mm-hmm. on them but they were all wearing various like hats and headbands i mean headbands galore uh jen had like this pink bandana that was placed on his head like a headband damn looked really good J-Hope was wearing, like, cute jean overalls, and he looked really adorable. Yeah. And then we kind of had mentioned Yoongi's outfit back for intro, school love affair, but Yoongi's hair is, like, beautifully swept back from this red supreme headband, and he has that chain necklace on. Mm-hmm. Foreheads. Headbands. Foreheads. Headbands <laughs> everywhere. they all look so good and throughout this of course we've seen boy with love and we've seen it a lot Mm -hmm. um but it's amazing to see them have so much fun together performing it and being so cute Mm -hmm. and really not worried about making sure they're doing everything perfect in this performance like there was a few spots where like Young would kind of goof off a little bit too for too long Mm -hmm. and make it to his mark like a a second or two later (laughs) but it was just amazing like they were just having fun and I think that's what we all want to see like we obviously appreciate when they're perfectly in time Mm -hmm. but this is their muster like that this is not the time for that like it was just great to see them have fun be goofy and cute and have fun Mm -hmm. yeah so the last song that they performed was magic shop and I am not a person who cries very often, but I cried. Like I had tears welling up in my eyes at Jimin's high notes Mm -hmm. during Magic Shop at the end. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was, I obviously we've heard it before, but it was just so good. It really moved me. His vocals were really great throughout the Mm -hmm. entire concert and all of their vocals really were just on point. And I have to, say that because when you do watch live performances like this it's just really it draws me in getting to hear their live vocals and like at a concert you can hear their live vocals and it sounds really good but sometimes it can it can kind of be like drowned out or you're not you know there's a lot of other music around and the speakers are loud so getting to hear it through this 
particular V Live performance. It just you get to hear everyone so clearly, except for like that one poor little mic problem that happened at the beginning. But it was really great. And yeah. honestly, like listening and watching Magic, watching them perform Magic Shop, it brought me back to Fort Worth. Like mm-hmm. that was we got to see and hear Magic Shop live in Fort Worth for the first and maybe only time. But it was moving. That was the first time I cried during the concert, one of many, but it was the first time. (laughs) And it just, it really took me back to Fort Worth. And I hope that someday we can be that close to them again. I just, I don't think we truly know how fortunate we were. I mean, we knew how fortunate we were. At that time, we had no idea. Yeah, Because going to... Soldier Field in Chicago is like, wow, look at all these people here. I, very few people get to be right up next to them. I mean, I just can't believe that we went to a concert for them that had maybe 12,000 people there. Mm -hmm. That's like the max that that venue could hold. And I really, it really does bring me back to Fort Worth and just like hearing them sing like songs like this live is just so incredible and again it's to touching. use impactful but it is it's touching yeah. it I mean it has an effect on our emotions and it really it just makes us reflect about how much we love them yeah. and how, and how much we feel connected their muster concert wow yeah. I can't imagine if yeah. I was sitting there if I was in that audience I probably would have been sobbing like I always do at concerts yeah, <laughs> yeah. but to magic shop mm-hmm. and it's like the theme is magic shop for muster yeah I mean how could they not Something that they talked about, which is why I think that Magic Shop was the last song, at least one reason among many, but they said that this is like the closing of their Magic Shop. And I really didn't look a lot into that. I felt like this is like other theory stuff that I feel like is going to make more sense when their Japanese single lights come out with the music video. Mm -hmm. But like, which I think we're going to have to dive into. I think like... We're going to have to talk, but um, <laughs> we're going to have to talk. We're going to have to do some, <laughs> another Etheria episode. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I think that that's just a really meaningful song for them. Yeah. And I wonder if it's kind of like a, I'm, I guess it's supposed to be kind of like a symbolic end to like, mm-hmm. maybe like the magic shop era. I mean, like to like the, again, like the love yourself because they're into the map of the soul. Yeah. No, I think so. Yeah. They have to have these transitions in some way. So, yeah. Yeah. And this is one of those. This is Mm -hmm. one of those closings, which is always emotional. Yeah. Um, But it just reminded us how authentic they are. They are. Yeah. Definitely. And we we really enjoyed it. We love BTS. Oh, (laughs) this episode has been so great to just fangirl and talk about how much we love them and how good their visuals and vocals and dancing and rapping. I just... They are the best. <laughs> it's something that I feel like we don't devote enough time to anymore. Yeah, we and don't. when we get to do it, it is just the best. And mm-hmm. maybe we should devote more time to it more because yeah. this has really been so enjoyable and fun. And doing all of the research was so fun. Yeah. And 
it at the end of the episode it's always so wonderful to feel like wow i love bts so much mm-hmm. this is like we feel refreshed and just happy rejuvenated. and incredible <laughs> rejuvenated completely yeah. So, you guys, if you have enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed any of our previous episodes, you can let us know in a few different ways. Uh, You can write a review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. Remember about the bonus episode if you write a review. Um, And it also helps people find us if you write a review, which is really cool. Um, We also want to thank you guys for all the kind reviews that we've gotten so far. Uh, We really appreciate them. They are so incredible. Mm -hmm. And if you want to let us know what you think about this episode or if you have suggestions for bonus episode topics, uh, you can reach out to us via email or social media and you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.